Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! Oh, I got seltzer on my mic. Oh, I got beer on my microphone. <laughs> I gotta get that off the mic there. I gotta get it off a little bit when I'm on the keyboard. That's, that's how you know it's a good start. Good start. It's a great start. No, how we know it's a good start is that we're starting like a half an hour late because somebody bought a new monitor at 7.30 tonight. I did. <laughs> it is glorious. My desk is an absolute mess. My cable management is all the shit. But I have now three gargantuan monitors surrounding me. I am like literally in a tanning booth right now. It is ridiculous. Nobody needs this Cable management. Monitor. Cable no, management is overrated. You don't nobody need it. needs yeah. this much monitor. Like it's just like I'm going. I'm like in a cockpit now. This is nuts. <laughs> You're certainly a cock. That's true. Mm, mm. Yep. And this is the pit. Used to the pits. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> I Beat It First podcast. Full of cockpits. <laughs> Full of cockpits. game podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> now I gotta write that down because that's gonna be the name. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Full of cockpits. No, it's just, it's just going to be cockpits, but it's going to be cockpits, not cockpits. Hyphen? Hyphen, hyphen it? No. Two distinct cock, words. Dot, 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 pits. pits. Cock. Yeah, cockpits. Cockpits. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're we're going to save Chris's for last. Um, I've got a seltzer and a beer. Um, so the seltzer is Sunday from Four Peaks Brewing. It's a lime seltzer. It's only 4% alcohol, which I think we actually may have thought about getting this for SeltzerCon, but decided not to because it was a 4% alcohol seltzer, but the wife mm. got it. So mm. just cause she saw it and it was, it was there. So hang on a sec. Ooh. Oh God. That is tart. <laughs> that good, huh? That is it. <laughs> hang on. Purple drinking it? Was that Chris? Ooh. That was that Chris. Was <laughs> nice. I was going to say that was impressive. That would be impressive. impressive. Okay, so there's eight grams of carbs in this. I have a feeling this isn't a seltzer. What I think this is, is I think this is a sour. Branded <laughs> as a seltzer, and I think they found some weird loophole. And they didn't. And sours are not cool anymore. Because this does not, like, it's super sour. It's not bad. I that mean, sounds like, great to you, me. If you go into it thinking it's going to be a seltzer, you're like, oh my god. But if you go into it thinking it's going to be a sour... That's pretty good, except for the fact that it's 4% alcohol. It's almost near beer. So the other thing that I have, which is a weird anomaly that my wife also found last week that I've saved a couple just specifically to show Jason, is 12-ounce tower stations. A 12-ounce tower. The best IPA in, a in the state. In a 12-pack. In a 12-ounce 12-pack, too. 12-pack. Wow. Right. So they're tall boys. Yeah, <laughs> they're usually only tall boys, and you buy like four of them. But instead, we got 12 12 ounce cans. I wonder how long until Anheuser Busch buys them. I hope never. I know, but let's yeah. be honest. I honest, I I don't know who else I would prefer to buy them though. Like I wouldn't want Miller Coors. I wouldn't no. want. Uh, I wouldn't want Boston Brewing to buy them and they like they own truly and stuff like that as we found out thanks to chris yeah <laughs> and his intrepid searching um <laughs> i i honestly don't know who i would want to buy them maybe just like merge with bells I, i'll go with that merge with bells i will allow that or everybody in flagstaff just comes together and makes one entity so that nobody can buy out the city i would <laughs> love i would love like your bells idea i would love an ice uh, east coast beer company 
like like an East Coast IPA joining forces with this West Coast IPA and yeah. having like the ultimate IPAs. IP and IP yeah. and them. IP I, IPA Magendon. I I I IP IPA Magendon. IP Magendon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, they can't what the fuck? Great. Havian says that he can't hear you guys Whoa. for some goddamn Uh-oh. reason. What'd you do? Give me Chris? one second. What did you do? No, nothing. It's actually Am I even recording? Did I even do my job? There we go. <laughs> did you break it? There or... we go. Yeah. No. Uh for some reason OBS had your guys' audio completely turned off. So everybody on, well, everybody watching you, on Twitch hasn't well, heard you guys. They've only heard me. It, it, it would, wasn't you would love Don't worry. You would love the Eric show. And it just be it like, is the Eric show. All I'm going to do is just mute Jason and Chris, and you're just going to hear Eric talk quips for like uh, an hour straight. I mean, I mean if Havian didn't like say anything, would I would have gotten away with it. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody else watching knew, was in on it. They're like, oh, God, good. We don't have to hear those two assholes talk. Just no, they're just, they're just used to it. They're just, just used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Havian had to call me out thing. on it. Thanks, Havian. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it would be great if we had like a a East Coast-ish, because Bells is Michigan, and then like a West Coast-ish, because we're Arizona, we're technically right. not West Coast. Right. Even oh, though we center. are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, once, all right. once California falls into the ocean and all of our houses are worth billions of dollars, Will then be officially the West Coast, in which case falls into the ocean, or the ocean just raises up and takes it. Same difference, isn't it? You know, <laughs> doesn't matter. All right, Jason. Property. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a, a, a local pick too. I guess apparently I have a golden lager from a Four Peaks, which is fine. <laughs> I have. Pass. It's passable. It's technically not local anymore. It's true. Um, I have Scottsdale Blonde. From Huss, which is still local, and that's good. And this is a good beer. Well, this is a good, fantastic beer. Oh, hey, Sin, thank you for the bits. That's awesome. Thanks um, for the bits, Sin. And then uh, I have a uh, uh, Hipster Vale, Hipsterville, Hipster, this beer, <laughs> uh, Hazy IPA from uh, Barrio Brewing Company, which is also in Arizona, I believe, if I remember correctly. It's somewhere around here. Yeah, I think it's Tucson. So, yeah, I think so. It's right down here. So, uh, um, Happy to have them all. Um, I was going to drink some sake uh, tonight, but my wife convinced me mm. otherwise because she wants to drink sake with me. And I'm like, you know what? I will gladly take up an opportunity to drink copious amounts of sake with my wife. So yep. we'll save that for another day. <laughs> Alrighty then. So I guess Chris. it's for me. That yes, is sir. now so, for Chris. If you notice these lovely, lovely unicorns, <laughs> there's a reason for that. And that's because I'm drinking unicorn juice. <laughs> Okay. So, Artifact Whole Foods. And I found this, I'm like, shit, I gotta buy this just because of the name. But it's made of Artifact Spring Company from, uh, was it San Clemente? Yeah, San Clemente, you said Yeah, San Clemente, California. Yep. Makes sense. Um, so, it's 5.5%. Um, American wheat with passion fruit. And on the bottom says 16 fluid ounces of goodness. <laughs> I Do you feel like you're again, rolling but... down the street smoking endo? <laughs> Sipping on unicorn Sipping on juice. gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> unicorn juice. <laughs> I wish it was gin and juice. <laughs> What's it taste like, though? Uh, it's got like, a little bit of fruity taste to it from the passion fruit. Um, I was going to say, does it taste like somebody took like uh, fruity pebbles and then put water on them and then strained out the fruity pebbles and then you just drink in the water? <laughs> uh, no, it's, I mean, it's got like kind of like a... Okay, it does. It beer flavor horrible. to it with just some passion fruit. It's it's. Eh, I don't think I'll get it again. Is it a wheat beer? 
Yeah, it's an American wheat. Okay. Interesting. That makes that makes sense then. That's why. So. Yeah. Do you have anything else? <laughs> nope. Nope. That's, That's it. Four pack of these tall boys. Oof. So I'm gonna be suffering through this. Oh man. Alrighty. <laughs> all in. All in. You mm-hmm. are okay. We, we are it. all in, everybody. Oh, God. that's uh, I feel bad for Chris now. <laughs> I don't. He could at least just say he's <laughs> drinking unicorn juice and everything will be a little bit better. That's true. He yeah. is drinking unicorn juice. All right. I mean, I had, had to get it with, with that name. <laughs> yeah. It's I. You know what? The only problem that I have with that is that that can does not match the name. No, it's, it should be like over the top. It should be like the image yeah, that yeah. Chris has behind him right now. For those of you listening to the podcast, he has an image of rainbow unicorns behind him, which is very fitting. And uh, um, <laughs> it was all custom made for Chris while great, Jason five minutes was fucking ago. with his monitors. And his so mic. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I made it so that we could have fantastic imagery for our Twitch viewers. And that can is about as vanilla as you can possibly get. It, I, yeah. Seriously, if you would have told me you're drinking an adrenaline shock right now, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, totally. That's what it looks no, like. Yeah. It looks like an it energy drink. It looks like an A-shock. Yeah. 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 But it looks like a, it looks like a modern energy drink, not like not like rape my eyes with your all your colors like you get with some of It's them, not like, like a, a Mountain Dew uh, brew that's coming out or whatever that's going to be called. Oh, uh, God. The Mountain Dew uh, alcohol or whatever. Fuck, what is oh, that? Oh, yeah. Ugh, God. For all those gamers who grew up. Ugh, gamers don't grow up. I don't know what you're talking spicy about. Spicy nacho Doritos and... I call Mountain Dew. <laughs> spicy so, Nacho 3D Doritos. So what's going to happen? Yeah, they're going to get Spicy Nacho 3D Doritos with uh, laced, like that are, they get it like with CBD and, and our, our oh. pot Doritos. <laughs> and then you have your beer Mountain Dew, and there you go. You know, everything's growing up As with you us, sit down you know? with the boys to play some Halo Infinite. You just need some cocaine Dunkaroos, and boy, we're back in, like, <laughs> style, man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hang on. The is the cocaine replacing the powdered sugar, or is the cocaine in addition to the powdered sugar in the first? It's it's in the 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 mix. So I mean, you're literally yeah, yeah. grabbing the cookie, <laughs> dunking it in cocaine, and then just rubbing it on your teeth. Oh, so <laughs> the the mix is cocaine. Is cocaine? Yes. Ah. Yes. So I have to lick the dunker first in order to get it to stick, it and then all like... in there. Just like well, I mean, you've been practicing with your fun dip for years. I mean, you're, you just whatever, however you want to eat your. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you just gotta lick the Dunkaroo, put it in the Coke, then rub it on your gums, put it under, <laughs> put it underneath your tongue, like That's LSD, because right. there's grow a your pinky, major, major your artery right there. Yeah, grow yep. out your fingernails so that you can like just get your little Dunkaroo bits, your Dunkaroo nails. <laughs> They're funfetti for my nose candy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's uh, get moving on to news, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are uh, going to start with uh, good news. I'm going to say this. Um, I am still personally boycotting Activision Blizzard because they obviously have not done enough. However, they are in a start to rectifying some of the issues that they've got, uh, in which case they have let go a smattering of additional people. Uh, as we talked about before, uh, Alex Afrasiabi, I think that's how I pronounce it, uh, uh, has been, he's, he was let go back on the 28th, and he has now actually been removed from WoW, which I don't necessarily think is the right way to go about it. It's like you 
scrub it, you're like, ah, oh, we want to make sure that people don't mm-hmm. realize the stuff that he did for us. Uh, however, Jesse McCree, who was the uh, lead design for Diablo 4, uh, was part of that horrible, horrible panel from BlizzCon, um, and the source of the Overwatch character McCree has been let go. Uh, J. Allen Brack, the president, who obviously should have been let go, is now gone. Jesse Meshuk, the global head of HR, yeah, he should be gone, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Luis Barriga, the uh, the director for Diablo 4, and Jonathan LeCraft, a WoW designer, are all gone. And these are supposedly a lot of them were linked and had like there were pictures of them in the Cosby room that they had, which we didn't talk about the Cosby room in the last one. Um, I really feel like we should like after the podcast, I'm like, man, we should have talked about the Cosby room. Um, so people know what the Cosby room was. The Cosby you know what the room, saying is, you know what the saying is before you get into that. What the saying is no sex in a champagne room. There's no <laughs> saying about no sex in the Cosby room. Yeah. No, there's no consent in the Cosby room, apparently. (laughs) So the Cosby room, they say, was called the Cosby room because it was gaudy and ugly. Except for the fact that, you know, everything that happened in the Cosby room at their events was Cosby-related bullshit. Oh, God. Yeah, sexual groping and all sorts... And uh, lewd advances and all sorts of things. So this is also another thing that we didn't talk about but uh a lot of these people were photographed in the cosby room uh being complicit with it and once you know they're trying to say like oh no no it it was just because that like it came back out that you know the cosby room was bad so goodbye good riddance go fuck yourselves Mm -hmm. um granted i am all about second chances but you got a long way to go before i hope that anybody hires any of them back for anything. The sad thing is, though, is that you know that the president has enough money that he could probably just retire. But he is named in the lawsuit, if I remember right, so he could lose a lot of that money as well. Mm-hmm. So we shall have to see. Uh, keeping in the bad news portion of it, because we might as well get it all out of the way, uh, Apple has re- has replaced Ashley Grovic, I think that's how you pronounce her name, she's uh, Slavic, um, who was an engineer on administrative leave for tweeting dissatisfaction about about tone critiquing during her presentations. What does that mean? Oh, let me tell you. Uh, Her feedback that she got from her boss when giving a presentation was that she sounded too authoritative and didn't hear you going up an octave at the end of your statements. Who literally said, you sound like a bitch. Yeah. Literally said, you don't sound peppy enough. You don't sound like a peppy girl. You sound like you sound like the RBF that you have. Is <laughs> kind of what that sounds like you, to me. You sound like the engineer you are. Yeah. Don't. Among other things that have happened over the years, and she's thankfully like tweeting all about it, and it's great because you know Apple's another one of those ones that's fighting a lot of issues with. Hope hopefully it's just the sexism aspect of things. And not both the sexism and the whoa! <laughs> Don't open white Jeez, white Jason. things on your monitor, Jason. Jason just got <laughs> blinded, <laughs> and we also couldn't see him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're like they've got a lot of other things going on over there uh, that hopefully are not <laughs> as bad as what Blizzard has. But there and there are other companies that are having these things. However. You know, placing someone on administrative leave for calling out sexism in the workplace probably isn't the best thing to do right <laughs> now, people. Just saying. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. 
All right, uh, in additional bad news, which, eh, it's not really that bad of news, the 3D effects reveal was a hoax. Aw, shocker. Like what everyone thought. Why Dude, would my, you even bother? My best Michaela Maroney. Yeah, like, what? I, I Actually, you know what? Why would you even bother? I mean, it got a lot of people talking about it. Well, I think, I think what, what I'm willing to bet is that it was just like, this is a hoax. Let's just have some fun. And then they got a lot of media attention. They're just like, shit, this is like way better than we thought it was going to be. And maybe next year they're going to be like, oh, wait, you remember that thing that we thought said was a joke? We're actually doing it. And then no one will care. They'll be like, I don't give a fuck anymore. And it'll fail. <laughs> and they'll be like, ah, fucking internet. You ruined the internet. Kind of like the yeah, uh, Series X fridge. Yeah, kind of like the fridge. Exactly. No, great, great point. Except, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can buy the fridge still, right? I want a Series X fridge still. Even though technically Microsoft is in on the joke, which makes the joke not cool anymore, I want one of those fridges. (laughs) 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 I don't care if the joke isn't cool anymore. I want one. That would be enough for me to buy an Xbox Series X just so that I could have them sitting next to each other. Big brother, little brother. (laughs) Oh man, that would be good. All right, uh, speaking of the Xbox Series X, sure, we might as well do that right now. Uh, The Series X is, I guess, finally getting 4K assets for its dashboard. Good. (laughs) I was wondering, I was waiting for you to say, what? Yeah, that's right. So if you have a Series Series X. touted as the 4K console? Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you have a Series X right now and you hook it up to your TV in 4K, the dashboard is still this far after launch. 1080p <laughs> and yes as chad is asking upscaled to 4k not native 4k like seriously who the fuck thought about that that's <laughs> the i mean the, the only the thing i can just think keeping of. it as simple as possible like hey we're not gonna upgrade anything we're not gonna do anything special and just gonna bring in um the the series x and not update the one whatever i don't know i i don't know i Mm-hmm. But that's the only that, thing I that no I can idea. think of I have no idea. is the Xbox One was notoriously slow, and I mean notoriously slow. And they were probably trying to bad. trying to be like, well, you know what? We want to make it go as fast as possible. No one sits on their home screen, right? No one looks at that. We don't <laughs> have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, the power. Who <laughs> knows what the power usage difference is? But my guess, though. Uh, is that it has to do with the speed of booting it up. And they're finally at a point where they're just like, ah, it's fine. These 4K assets will work. We don't have to worry about it. But yeah, apparently that was a thing. Yeah, so weird. weird. That's super weird. Mm -hmm. One of those things is just like you don't even think about it because it just doesn't make any sense. You ready ready to hear something else that's weird though? Of course. 3050 laptops are benching lower than 1660 and 2060 laptops. That That doesn't shock me. I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. It, that doesn't shock me. It should like okay. So the biggest issue is that they've, they've throttled out the. Apparently, they they vastly reduced the number of cores. They uh, yes, the 50 is lower than the 60. Chat, however, 3050 lower than 1660. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also reduced reduced way too much the memory. It's only got four gigs of right. memory, uh, and they reduced the the actual memory speeds themselves too. So they did they do too much of a reduction. Though. They do that right. all the time. Every every generation, they, they release stuff. just like, look, you can get the upgraded graphics card in your laptop, and it's fantastic. And it's just like, it's just upgraded in name only. It's They've had to remove so much from it that it's not going to be anywhere near your performance of what you'd get, of what you're expecting. By well, so mm-hmm. the funny thing, though, is that, so 
going from a 1660 to a 3050 still makes sense because of the fact that you're getting you're going to get the the actual tensor cores that are in there that allow for yeah. ray tracing and all that stuff so you have those pieces however that technically means that going from a 2060 to the 3050 is a downgrade because the 2060 has tensor cores in it i mean <laughs> my favorite analogy is i'm sure you've all seen on like reddit and stuff like that the uh people that build like sports cars that are like cardboard and stuff like that and they look fucking legit and they open oh, up yeah. like the door and it's just them on a bike it's a like, bike <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like wow that looks great and you're just like oh wait you can't go more than two miles an hour okay cool <laughs> uh chat's asking uh okay so it's laptop to laptop so it's you're talking oh we got stretch we're talking we're talking 3050 laptop to 1660 laptop uh and also uh, they are also, they were saying that the external enclosures for GPUs got killed off and they didn't. I thought they'd get killed off until about six months ago when I started researching them. And I still, I still continue to find them out there uh, as pieces that you can actually purchase um, and run newer, newer GPUs in them. So if you have a laptop and you need to upgrade your GPU, you can definitely do that. So that's the thing still, people. Uh, that's something that kind of like, came up that it's just like it's like ah eh, people know this i don't need to put this into the news section right <laughs> it's like it's right up there with like mansplaining of like hey these are still a thing <laughs> all right uh let's see here what do we got what do we got what do we got uh okay let's let's keep with gpus intel gpus are finally coming out everybody they've got a whole new marketing name and everything they're going to be called arc arc and the first card is due quarter one, 2022. Who wants to know what their naming conventions are? Wasn't it like, uh, uh, um, like battle mage and druid and <laughs> yeah. The oh, first one is alchemist. Yeah, just... The second one is battle mage. Third one is celestial. And the fourth one is druid. So wow. they really want to hammer home. These are for gaming people. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, I, I actually hope that they're good. Um, we do need a third company, uh, one, and we've talked about how we, you know, as great as it is to see the fall from grace that Intel has had over the years, uh, it would still actually be good to see them actually do something good and productive instead of shitting the bed. No, if anything, just like you said, for the anti-monopoly that we were so close to having. So, um, that would be definitely really good. <laughs> yeah, with only two companies making graphics cards. And one right. of them now, like Apple, Apple for the longest time didn't have anything like big. And now another one has jumped in and AMD's making video cards for Apple, which, by the way, are stupid fucking expensive. Oh, of, of course. course. Of course. <laughs> you want to know what else is going to be stupid fucking expensive? Although they haven't given us pricing yet. Uh, NVIDIA has unveiled the A2000, A4000, A6000, and A8000 video cards for computers for like workstation computers not like gaming which are basically their new quadro cards without the quadro name and those are going to be stupid expensive <laughs> is one of them like super tiny too yes the a2000 can fit into a small form factor and it's the equivalent of oh, roughly a 3080 that. if i remember right that fits into a small form factor computer it's it's like this big it's I, I would my guess is seeing the photos that it's three and a half to four inches tall. It's small. <laughs> Do you know the price point? Nope, they haven't given any pricing for them yet. But you know that they're going to be stupid expensive. Yeah, I was going to say like what two grand starting? Some or more? 
Yeah, Three I wouldn't grand, be surprised maybe? four. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised four. Yeah. Well, for a 3080 instead of a 3090 but that small? performance. No, I could totally see it. Probably could see, totally I could see two. See I could see two yeah. for the two for the A2000 because that's the low end. Then the, the 4,000, yeah. 6,000, Starting 8, at two, for sure. Yeah, starting at 2,000. And yeah, most most small businesses are, or most businesses are going to small form factor uh, as chat's saying because they go in, they can be mounted onto the backs of monitors in a lot of cases. Um, I'm still trying to convince my company to do that. It'd be much nicer for some people that need them or that don't need like gaming rigs. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got. <laughs> All right. Uh, am I, am I done with video cards? Yeah, I'm done with video cards. Sweet. We can move on to actual <coughs> games now. Good job, Chris. Uh, boyfriend dungeon is finally out. Everybody hell has frozen over and we can now all dive into dungeons and date our weapons that is right i have not had a chance to play it yet however bulldog was playing it and i was playing i was in his chat with him talking about it and i fucking love this game and i now need to play it uh the great thing is that it is available for free on game pass or you can buy it on switch and steam so depending on how you want to play uh you can play that uh the big news that came out this week though because this actually popped out last friday or thursday one of the two uh is that they have to make a change to their pregame uh, warning because it says that it may elicit issues with stalking and manipulation. Uh, and really, it needs to say it will because you can't <laughs> skip through. So apparently, one of the characters that if Bulldog, if, if I gathered what Bulldog said, asshole that shares my name, <laughs> is apparently a bit stalkerish throughout the game. Uh, and then the mom is can come across as manipulative to people. Although so, the mom just seems like a mom and mm. just trying to help you out. But some people could get triggered by it, I could see. So you have to put warnings for triggers now? Like, forgive my old manness here. Like, it was just you, like, I get, I get the seizure warnings. I get the, like, you know, hey, blood and gore and stuff like that. But... I, um, adult situations should cover that, in my opinion. Like, it should it be like, does. hey, this is adult situations. Bam. It, it does, be though. I, I don't understand I, the... I see the reasoning behind it, primarily because Boyfriend Dungeon is marketed towards very specific groups of people and then weirdos like us uh, that don't <laughs> fit into those groups of people. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon is very is very queer-friendly. Uh, like, point. you date anybody, date anything, There's there's queer uh supposedly trans characters in there too um although if as some people were talking about earlier today is like if there are some trans characters they're still not using the proper like symbol for them um but it's very much marketed to that crowd uh it's it's supposed to hit to them and i mean like i'm i i'm not in that crowd but i've been hype about this game since i found out about it uh but it very much so a lot of those people could get triggered by things people that people that are you know have some things in their past and if you if you're a production company making a game like this and you feel that you need to put it out there i'm fine with you putting out the warning do i think that you need to personally no fair enough no that 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 makes total sense and you're right you know you you know your market so you're gonna not pander to it but you're gonna cover the market yeah, you're gonna make sure that you're that you're taking care of your market. Does the cat want in, Jason? I'm thinking. The cat. I heard it, so the cat must want in. You did hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I was just like, I'm sure if that was. Hold on. That's right. The cat bypassed the Nvidia broadcast <laughs> filtering so loud, <laughs> so much oh, yeah, that totally we watching. could hear it through here. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, I I did miss some video card stuff, but we'll 
we'll hit on that in a little bit. All right. Uh, yeah, mad cats. <laughs> All right. Uh, Phil Spencer confirmed in a tweet that xCloud works on the Steam Deck. He actually went and met with uh, the crew at Valve, had his hands on one for over a week, says that it What's works great. Cloud? Which, hey, that's the great thing, is Phil Spencer, <laughs> in a recent tweet, referred to it as xCloud, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that I picked up from that first off. I'm like, wait, did he just call it xCloud? I thought xCloud wasn't the name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So anybody that, uh, yeah, Xbox Cloud Gaming, yes. Uh, anybody that has Game Pass Premium will be able to play streaming on their uh, Steam Deck, which is cool. I mean, you're still only going to play 720p games, but that's beside the point. Uh, Valve is also working. Oh, and uh, GeForce Now theoretically should work because Game yep. Pass is, or xCloud is working through their through a browser in which game or uh, GeForce Now works through a browser, so that should work. Uh, Valve is supposedly also working with AMD to make sure that Windows 11 works on the Steam Deck. Uh, one of the things that we didn't get to talk about in the last time because it didn't come out until like the day after is that the Steam Deck will dual boot to Windows and Linux. Um, I would highly recommend not doing that, though, considering how much more resources Windows takes up than Linux for something that is already going to be taxing to hit 720p 30 frames per yeah, second. No, you just games. brick your system, basically. Maybe <laughs> 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 it's why would anyone install Windows on the Steam Deck? Because <laughs> you don't know, and that's why you... Well, Hi. and you would theoretically, because of the fact that you're not going to be able to play all of your games on uh, Steam OS, as we talked about it's, previously. It's if you're one, if you had like the most extensive like ROM library on the planet, and you don't already have one of the other billion different options to make a handheld ROM system uh, already, then here you go. <laughs> I'm pretty certain that there's a ROM system for Steam OS already. Yeah, there is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's not the point of some of these rumors, man. It's about it's about being that's, able to control it. That's true. It's one hundred percent true. Uh, also, the uh, Steam, the Steam, God damn it, <laughs> the Steam Deck. <laughs> like I keep wanting to call it Steam Box. Anything <laughs> other than the Steam Deck, <laughs> because it also sounds like Stream Deck. The Steam Deck, Steam uh, Deck. when you plug it in, does not get a power boost like the Switch does. So. 720p, 30 frames per second on some games is what you're going to get even when it's plugged yep. in. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. <sighs> but hey, on, on the plus side, the screen can handle more than 30 frames per second. So you're still only doing 720p doing xCloud or Xbox Stream Gaming, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, what it, whatever it's actually called. Should it still state as xCloud? Um, but you'll be able to do high frame rate through that. Granted, yep. you're going to have some latency. But you'll have high frame rate, so yay. <laughs> My favorite thing about this is that, you know, the whole point of the Switch being underpowered when it's unplugged is to save on battery. And it's just like, hey, you can still play the game. It's not going to be as mm -hmm. whatever, just so that you can have maybe an extra half hour or hour of game time. Um, what that tells me is that they're not sacrificing anything. So they're not playing on it being, you know, any better battery performance on or off anything yes hi kitty but but that solidifies for me more is that the people that i know that are gonna get this are gonna be like i'm so happy to have my uh stream deck 
fuck me. Is that what it is? Steam Deck. Steam Deck. God damn. Steam, Deck. Steam Deck. See? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so easy to be set up. Steam Deck. And I'm going to sit in the same chair. I have Steam loaded up on my computer, but I'm going to sit in the same chair and pull it out and just sit like this now. Sit back <laughs> instead of sitting forward. It'll still be plugged in and all that jazz like that, so I'm not going to worry about my battery power. But now I can lean back a little bit easier. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> oh, God. That's actually... Steam, Steam dick. Okay. okay. Uh, just so you guys know, more super fast solid state drives have been announced for the PlayStation 5. Literally anything that's a new modern solid state is going to work with it. Um, just as everyone's saying, make sure that you get a heat sink or heat spreader on it instead of instead of having nothing on there because you're definitely going to have a better performance and also not have to worry as much about battery or battery about on the unit that's all i got to say about that there's it it literally was like four more came out and i'm like i'm not going to list off all four of these (laughs) but people need to know there's more than two i'm more interested in them making games to require that much space (laughs) i i haven't let's let's worry about that first yet yeah exactly (laughs) Exactly. You want to okay. You want to know what it is that's eating up that much storage? It's COD, Madden, yeah. and all that. So all of the people that play COD and Madden on their PlayStation Fives and Xbox Series X, that's where it's going. Me, I don't even know how much fucking storage I'm using up on it. It's maybe 300 gig, maybe. It's just Genshin. No, it's it's. I've still got Chaos Bane and some other stuff on there too. Chaos Bane. Like, yeah, Chaos Bane, but nothing's eating it up and if it's even if it was a uh even if it was a ps4 game once it becomes a ps5 game it has to get loaded on there so chaos bane made a ps5 version so that has to get loaded onto the solid state it can't run on anything else so (laughs) all right uh let's see here next chat's being funny you're funny Mm -hmm. chat you're funny nice try sin (laughs) And hello, all the new people that came in. All right, uh, GTA Remastered Trilogy is coming to all consoles, everybody. Is it? Is it's it really? been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Because it's why confirmed. make six when you can remake everything? The only thing I really want to remake of is Red Dead Redemption. Like, that's what OG I want. OG Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that one I would love to see again. Like, if you could have Red Dead Redemption in, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 style. Like, even just that upgrade would just be more than worth it for me. Like, having John Marston's story again, fantastic. If you, like, Vice City and uh, San Andreas were fun. They were fun. Three was a chore. Like, everyone has all these nostalgia things just about it, but go back and play it, man. It's a chore. Like, it, 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 it's nowhere near It was near the first it was. 3D it was ground, version. It was groundbreaking at the yeah. time. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, was, it deserves all its accolades that it got back then. But you go back and play it now, it's just like, ugh. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I was watching uh, Bulldog play uh, Glitch Punk. He's like, oh my God, it's it's just like GTA. I'm like, yeah, it's GTA 2 mm-hmm. meets Cyberpunk. He's like, oh God, the driving. I have to get used to the driving again. <laughs> I hated OG OG oh, yeah. GTA. Like the the top down. That's it why was I was fun like, for like 30 what? minutes. They were like, hey, you want to play Gl- Glitch Punk? And I was like, no. Oh, I, I played the demo. I played it for a while. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. good. That's, That's about all you need to do is the demo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, what was it? Rustler? That one I enjoyed more, and that still, you know, funny medieval GTA 2. That's true, yeah, because that was, that was Grand Theft Horse. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go in on this. When I played the demo for Glitchpunk, it didn't seem like it had that humor to it. No. Uh, from what I saw, there's literally no humor in it, um, except for the fact that someone calls you, like, your code name is Texas. Um, and, <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's angry. Like, really angry. <laughs> the the uh, AI scout, like, the AI guy that uh, that is talking to your character the entire time has the Jason frown on, like, almost the entire time. That, right there. <laughs> like, he just looks like that. <laughs> is that a cat or an otter? No, that's a cat. It's a cat. That looks more it's like cat, an yeah. otter. Mm. It looks more like an otter, though. Or a cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so we're gonna jump back to some stuff before we get it, so we can make sure we end off on good news. Uh, crypto mining firm Northern Data has bought a site with twenty four thousand servers, and get this, two hundred and twenty three thousand GPUs between AMD <laughs> and Nvidia. Want to know where your GPUs went, everybody? <laughs> That's where they crypto. went, and it's supposed. Supposed to go up uh, sometime, like, end of this year, beginning of 2022. Yay. But that was primarily a, like, when people go, like, well, how many GPUs could a single company be using in order to do crypto? A fuck ton. That's how many. (laughs) A fuck ton. More than your ass. (laughs) 111,000 tons. Or no, 111 tons worth of that, if you counted that in. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Congress is targeting app stores with the Open App Markets Act. And apparently we're all good boys. Thank you, Sen. Uh, they're doing the Open App Markets Act, which is actually directly targeting for uh, Google and Apple. The one thing that I don't know about, because I did not read the entire thing, is whether it's actually going to start targeting like Microsoft and Sony as well within their stores, as well as Nintendo. Um, but it is meant to allow for uh, developers to be able to, one, develop and install on their on their own, which is what Google allows already, allow for third-party app stores to go on, which Google already does too. It's just an Apple-only mm-hmm. thing within that. And also to advertise that you can buy their premium content for cheaper at other places. It's very much like hitting everything that epic is shooting for and trying to get through that lawsuit mm-hmm. um and i'm, ca- I'm kind of guess... conflicted with this i'm kind of yeah. conflicted because one hand i'm just like hey in. free marketplace you know consumers win and stuff like that on the other hand i'm not big on government coming into a private company and being like you built this amazing platform now you bend to our will i don't like that either mm-hmm. <laughs> i would i personally would prefer it to go through the legal system the way that it is right now and have the court system say, hey, that's unconstitutional. Like that would be my preferred thing as opposed to the government like coming in and legislators like making a bill saying you can't do that. But who knows? You know what I mean? So we'll have to wait and see if it actually gets passed. Um, But yeah, Uh, they got like cars and their parts. You're not required to only get your parts from the OEM. Yes, that's one Mm -hmm. thing. You're you're not required to only get parts from the OEM manufacturer. Um, And in this case, you're looking at like the aftermarket industry for cars, if you wanted to put it that way, of individual parts that you can purchase and install that run better Um, or a new stereo system. If you could only have your stereo system, like I have a 2016 WRX. 
And if I could only buy a stereo system from Subaru, it would suck because they're always behind on stereo systems as far as getting Android Auto and everything like that in it. Um, so I would not want to buy from them, one, because they're slow. Two, because then they're going to be way more expensive than what they are. <laughs> so I'm... Yeah, but- but it's different when it's hardware versus software. And because, I mean, you wouldn't just be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to boot my Ford with uh, uh, Toyota software, you know, because it doesn't really matter or anything like that. But, I mean, like, it, it's – it's because right, you're, you're right. You have a great point there. But the difference is, is that you're using your phone to access the phone. Mm-hmm. You're not using your car to access the car. You're using your car to access – everything else you know so i guess you could attribute it to being like you're accessing the internet but then what is accessing the internet because they're not controlling the, your browser they're controlling your app store which is whole the one thing. thing so the one thing that i haven't heard anybody actually arguing in this is going all the way back to the ibm clone pcs and also then the creation of windows because windows came in and threw everybody for a loop and there was so much litigation going on about all sorts of stuff and it ended up being that they that it went through courts and they're just like hey you made it like you made the hardware but people should be allowed to do what they want to do with it after you, after they buy mm-hmm. it and that's one of those things that it might actually really come down to the court, like sits there and looks through everything. And then they go, you know what? We already have legal precedent that you bought it. You get to do whatever the fuck you want with it. One. So that hits the one part of being able to sideload any application that you want to without having to go through the app store, which Apple will not allow. And that's the one that I really want. Now that then also hits into it. Should they have to allow for the additional app stores then at that point? If they want to charge 30% to be on the Apple App Store, and you know what? A company wants to pay that fee because it puts them into what they consider a premium space and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm good with that. But Apple needs to allow a secondary yep. way to install app, mm-hmm. to install applications on. And that's the biggest issue that comes into it, especially when we're referring to the, the automotive industry and repairs and upgrades to your car. Like that's the big side thing. Now, yeah, they want to charge that 30%. Fuck it. Go ahead. Do it. Be dicks. You know, screw some people over if you want to. Uh, But the big thing is that they're making, even though Apple's saying that they're not making money off of it, they're making billions. It's the most profitable center in Apple's uh, entire ecosystem. And they're running at 40 points margin. And that's just on Genshin. (laughs) <laughs> it's not Genshin actually that's primarily <laughs> that's primarily PC and P- and PlayStation but uh they're running at 40 points margin computers even Apple computers don't make 40 points margin on the hardware neither do their phones they don't make 40 points margin on it so they're getting it somewhere else and they're getting a good like 20% or 25% boost in margin let alone everything that they're spending for R&D and everything like that. Because this is this is all net after all expenditures. So that's it's how much money they're making. It's an interesting place mm-hmm. to be in for sure. Because, yeah, you, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's built from the ground up and they have complete control. And it became one of the largest things that people all use. I mean, we're already past the we've already surpassed the point where more people use their phones to access information than they do their PCs. We're already past that point. So you think about that, and there's only two companies that allow you to access all the information on the planet. That's scary. So that's definitely uh, uh, something to think about. You know, and it, it's just like how do you police that? And how, yep. not even police it, but 
give it to be a fair marketplace so you're not walking too headstrong into 1984 you know type thing and uh we're already there i don't know it's it's yeah, very interesting there. it's a very interesting <laughs> yeah. problem yeah it, it, we're a thousand percent already there yeah and but, then well then you've got two opposite sides of the coin google obviously collects all your data because they make money off of your data that's that's mm-hmm. google like google makes it off your search history and everything that you have whereas apple is actually being attacked in on another front because they're they're putting in a bigger stance of privacy for people, and that's also their big their big argument with their thing uh, with their store of like, well, we need to make sure that people aren't taking their information. Like it's it's for their own safety because they're too stupid to know the difference. Which granted, yes, some people are too stupid to know the difference between things, but uh, it's Gestures the same like Facebook at the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah, yeah. Facebook um, is is fighting them on on the whole uh, on the whole privacy thing and having to fit into the guidelines that Apple wants to in order to be on their apps, stuff like that. So it's it's a whole clusterfuck the entire thing, all of it, one hundred percent giant clusterfuck. Uh, let's see here, uh, Nvidia. This was a little bit of humor. NVIDIA has unveiled that their 2021 GTC keynote background was entirely CGI. That is, That was amazing to read Which that proves, article. it <laughs> proves Jensen lives in a computer, everybody. Yeah, he's CGI. They didn't say <laughs> where it stopped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jensen did the whole presentation and the entire background that was specifically Jensen's kitchen, which we've all seen before on multiple keynotes and press conferences and you all, know, all sorts of things. Yeah, all mm-hmm. the spatulas was 100% completely CGI, which is insane. Like that, the level of detail that they had on that. And then to prove it, they like, they're like, okay, here it is. Now we're going to make it white. <laughs> they just made the entire, like everything was like a polished white. <laughs> Everything's exactly the same, just polished white instead of marble. <laughs> i thought that Insane. one was funny uh all right uh last bit of non-video game news before we end on video game completely news firefox has lost 46 million users in the last three years and that in that number includes any like new users that have come in so their net users has dipped 46 million in the last three years which, I mean, I made the jump from Firefox to Chrome a long time ago. Uh, I've got Firefox again on my computer that I run specific things through. Uh, Chrome just works better for work with me, but Firefox also says fuck you to, DM- to DMCA stuff. So <laughs> I really don't care about that. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it runs better than it used to. Firefox, like the reason I jumped is Firefox ran like dog shit for a long time. It like they kept adding in so many different things, and a lot of people swear by it. Um, with Chrome yeah, running, the, yeah, with Chrome running the way that it is, like if you don't need to use it because you have like deep integration into G Suite, like I do for work, it's worth picking up Firefox again and giving it a try. I mean, there are other ones like a lot of people swear by Opera still. I'd say that Opera is still a great, uh, a great web browser to use, uh, and a lot of people have switched to Edge which is just chromium based. So, I mean, whatever. I haven't switched to edge. I refuse to touch it. (laughs) No, I I mean, I I still have uh, Chrome and Firefox myself. Still use both interchangeably. Um, Yeah. I I, I don't, who cares? You know, time to do something. No, no, no kitty. It's a bad kitty. Bad kitty. (laughs) My kitty's being a dildo. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Dick. <laughs> Steam dick. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna end on all video game news. Uh, first, the worst one: Life is Strange remastered has been pushed back to the beginning of 2022. Everybody, unfortunately. So if you were looking forward to playing Life is Strange remastered in 4K and whatnot, it's down. Uh, but True Colors is still on track. So people that are excited about the the much anticipated sequel, that's coming out uh, in September still. So don't worry too much about that. That's a weird uh, problem, in my opinion. It's just like, I mean, they only have like two people working on the remaster. And they're just like, one of them called out sick. And they're just like, oh, shit. Guess we're not gonna my guess is they time. ran into some technical glitches that they need to fix. And they're like, ah, uh, we really need to crunch to get true colors out. So let's push back remastered. That's my only guess on that. Like they didn't leave any, they didn't give any specific information anything like that. Like it's just a... Uh, it's just a, a weird, weird, weird thing. All right. Uh, From Software is making a new PS5 exclusive. That's all we know. Not Bloodborne. That, not that, Bloodborne. That's the only yeah, thing that's the other thing. Not Bloodborne. It's not Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. It's not Bloodborne 2. Shut up. Shut up. Not Bloodborne 2. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking me questions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Stalker 2 in, in a hilariously fun, like, thing that that happened on twitter uh epic came out and was like yeah it's great to see so many games out there that are using the unreal engine and blah 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 blah. and then stalker just like side tweets hey yeah you can go ahead and talk go ahead and release that we're running stalker or we're developing stalker 2 on uh, unreal 5 (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's like whoa what so everything that you saw for stalker 2 was already running unreal 5 so they were hard they were deep early testing that engine before like they even showed off like that whole dev kit and everything like that that they showed a while back and last but not least chris is super excited frostpunk (laughs) 2 has finally been announced so now you can kill an entire town all over again such a good game Mm -hmm. such a good game that chris is going to be more hype about it (laughs) did did all the hype go away after the last week I mean, no other All games right. have been like, hey, do you want to murder, like, a bunch of people or let children starve? And it's just like, let me really think about that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because on one hand, children are not very productive. But on the other hand, children are our future. children. <laughs> I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. But if they can't get us uh, food because they, their tiny hands can't harvest enough, then there's no future for anybody. What do you but do? their tiny hands mm-hmm. can fix our machinery because our big hands can't fix the small And machinery. be doctors better. They, they, you have great children surgeons. That's, that's the good thing. Yep. <laughs> Oof, those I don't, those I don't tiny hands. That. There's only yep. one child surgeon that I know of, and that was Doogie Hauser. Everybody else... I'm a little scared of like the shakiness or the He A&D. did it though. He did it. And you know what? You know what that is? Just don't get hurt at work. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for Soviet Russia. It'll work for Frostpunk. I, I don't understand why more places don't adopt the horse mentality. Oh, Jim broke his leg. leg. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I do hope they do have a better cannibalism my toe, uh, pathway for it, because that was one of the things. Like you get to wait, a wait, point wait, 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 like, wait, whoa, whoa, hang on. No, no, there wasn't an <laughs> you, option. There wasn't no, an option. You for need it. to, you need to elaborate. But there needs to be one. There on, needs to be one. 
Oh, oh, you mean that there wasn't a cannibalism option, and they no. and you want them to have it Because you get to a there? point where, mm-hmm. like, you're you're trying to keep everyone alive and stuff like that, and all these people are injured, and they're being amputated and stuff like that, and it's just like, well, we can't build you a factory to make it prosthetic, mm-hmm. and we're starving, so... <laughs> scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> and law. <laughs> and now... Now we're going to get a tweet from them of like, cannibalism was always an option. It was invisible. You had to click in the right spot. And you're like, son of a bitch. That'd be amazing. That'd be even better. Because, I mean, you can, you can thin out your food. You can, like, add sawdust to your food. There should be a secret extra meaty ingredient that nobody talks about. And suddenly your sick people Where's disappear. And stuff's taken well, care of. It's just you're so eating great. Timmy. Oh, I got it. Loicent Groon. Because, <laughs> you know, you don't want to get sued. <laughs> Wait, would Disney room. sue for that? Disney would sue for anything. That's true. But would they? Would they sue? I don't know. They. Ha- I don't think they've sued the Soylent company. Well, because it's not Soylent Green. It's just Soylent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it Isn't- was Soylent. Soylent was the line in that because they had Soylent Red. They had Soylent. Well, Blue. Soylent's the process. Yeah, because that's the process, no. So, Soylent the was actual. the end product. No, but Soylent Green was what was the was, whatever, was people. I but I haven't seen Soy- this in like they had, they had Soylent Blue, Soylent Red. Uh, red was made from red uh, kelp. Um, I forget what blue is from, but like Soylent was the product in Soylent Green. So it makes me wonder why. Well, actually, so Soylent Company started before Disney bought Fox. Fox owns the rights to Soylent Green, so maybe they're going. Disney to now owns now. Fox, though. Yeah, so. that's why it's like like now they own it, so maybe now they will. I don't know. <laughs> I don't we'll think find Disney out when wants we get our lawsuit in the mail Soylent for talking Green. about it. Yes, exactly. Like they're hiding a song of the South. This is that's actually also true. They could be hiding it the same as they're hiding a song of the South. Hiding right. sound in the south, they have a fucking ride dedicated to it. They ain't nope, hiding shit. Nope, it's going away. <laughs> it's going away. They they they've changed everything about that thing. It's like they've done so much to change Splash Mountain so that it's not the song in the south. It's still the Briar Rabbit and everything like that. It it, it, it is still Briar Rabbit. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and, and right. when you come up that ride, and the five year old goes, "Mommy, what's this mo- this ride all about?" Because every other ride in this park's about a movie or a show. And it's just like, "Well, Timmy, it's about a racist show. Let's go watch it." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "No, you can't." You're not allowed to. Oh, let's write it again. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan did ask what it was from. And we're like, there you it's, go. It's See? from a really old movie called The Song of the South, and you can't watch it because it's not available anywhere. <laughs> but you can. I mean, you have to own it. Yeah, if someone Already. owns it and they, or you can like BitTorrent it or something like that, but they, Google, or Google, uh, Disney doesn't sell it. And you can't stream it on Disney Plus, so Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers did it right. They put all that that stuff that's just like, hey, this is a sign of the times. This is what it was back in the day, and to ignore it is pretending it didn't happen. And they threw it all up on YouTube pretty much for free. Just go watch it. And they have that little flyer before it or whatever, saying mm-hmm. this is horrible shit that we did. We apologize for it, but to ignore it pretends that it doesn't happen, and that's even worse in my opinion. I wonder if yep. Soylent Green got like donated. I bet that's probably what it is. I wonder if like the full rights got donated a long time ago because of the fact, like because of the cultural issues and everything like that. So Did I it wonder get if it donated, got donated to the people or like to the Smithsonian or something like that. Like they they just donated the rights for it. I don't know. Sorry, I'm. Either way, 
microphone. We're, we're going to stop uh, me speculating on who owns Soylent Green technically <laughs> still and go on to what everyone's playing while Jason lets the cat out again for the fourth again, time. Again, she is being podcast. just like absolutely ridiculous on this podcast, this episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, when you're holding your microphone up as you go do it, you have the best audio that you have all the oh, time. Oh, I sound really good. Should I, should I just do this like some like joe rogan bullshit put my feet up on the desk put it so y'all see how disgusting I yeah live. But you gotta light up a just, spliff. yeah oh that's true i don't have one of them right now <laughs> <laughs> i have incense i can go real hippie about this um oh dear god please don't all right uh let's see here chris you Welcome go first to the... okay so this past week has been our good friend Isla Link's birthday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. happy birthday, Isla. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So doing a lot of stuff with her this past week. Uh, went to Dave Buster's, played some games there, and popped on. So did I. Times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both were. And, um, <laughs> on her actual birthday, she did a birthday stream where I hopped on. We played some Jackbox, which was fun. And then also convinced me to download Pokemon Unite on my Switch. So I That's right, that people. Her, Chris actually Dave played a game. Hellbringer. Yep. <laughs> So I played League. It was kind of my first real like actual MOBA experience, but it was pretty fun, you know. You can't like chat with people on it. Like there's just like little text prompts you can do. So it's not like toxic. Well that's a Nintendo product. Let's Pokemon, so went through the tutorial and played with them for a little bit. Um so you're familiar with League, it's kinda of like that. You different like pathways to go, you fight monsters like other Pokemon or whatever to build up and evolve and Try to score points as well as find another team. But what is this? And so, like, like, what is what is the point? Like, I I know what it is, but it's still just like yeah. people talk about this. And I'm just like, I don't think you're playing the same game that I'm playing. <laughs> 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 well, you control the Pokemon itself, and so you have different attacks, and you kind of level up and eventually evolve as you play through each round. It's five versus five, and there's like little zones where you can go and score points after you do that. If you die, you respawn, but you lose all the points you're carrying. And so then we can kind of pick that up. And so it's like first one to a certain score or highest points in a certain amount of time. Or you just make the other team rage quit. <laughs> Did no, you make no, somebody rage quit? Nothing better about Pokemon we than made, rage quit. We made the computer rage quit a few times. You made the computer, computer rage, rage quit a few times? <laughs> yes. How do you make wow. the computer rage quit? Now that's, I, that I is some know. skill right there. They, they put that in the game. It's like, oh, other team has left the match. It's like, we're playing against the computer team. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. All right yeah. then. <laughs> Welcome to 2012. With, oh, with a score of 468 to 17. <laughs> the computer will finally give yeah. up. Because <laughs> there's no mercy We're obviously role. not playing against five year olds. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I do need more Pokemon in the game, though. They are they adding another Pokemon. They don't have Squirtle. I want Squirtle. They don't have Squirtle? Wait, wait, whoa. He's too old. They came out with this game and they didn't have the three original starters. No one cares about the original That's starters. That's the only original three stars they don't have. Because they have Charizard and Venusaur. See, that's dumb. Charmander, Pikachu, and Bulbasaur. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Blissey, not Blastoise. Which makes sense that they wouldn't have Blastoise on there. My God. They would have to have show, show my age here, but what the yeah. hell is Blissey? Is that the uh, uh that's not the like a, the cow one, is it? No, I'll send it to you. That's it's Mutella. <laughs> no, uh, Blissey is it's a fairy Pokemon. Oh, like Blessy. There you go. It's like a big purple or pink marshmallow with white wings. Oh, isn't that from Clefairy? 
I think so. But is it the I'm base surprised of that Clefairy? That looks like Clefairy. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see here. I'm going to look up the Blissey evolution. Whatever. I didn't like this game. It was not for me. Uh, well, I'm not Boba, so. I still have not played it. So, uh, like, Ronan's thankfully uh, not played it too much, and he has not asked me to play with him. Um, mm-hmm. But he has been playing it a little bit. He played it a little bit towards the end of his summer break. Uh, so, yeah. Happeny to Chansey to Blissey. Wait. Chansey. So, does that mean you're not going to have Happeny and Chansey in there? No, because you start off sense. as the base level. So, you'll start off as, as Happeny. Yeah, and then you evolve as you level up throughout gotcha. the match. So you start as a Charmander, and you eventually end up as Charizard. Char. Char, Char. Char, Char. Char, Char. All right. <laughs> Is that it? That's how you play, Chris? Uh, Yeah, I haven't been doing much lately. I'm trying to find Hardcore. a game to actually play. It'd be great if he had a power supply to actually support that video card that he has. There you go. Hopefully I don't blow mine out now with this, like, 800 degrees of monitor that I have. <laughs> I'm sure you're fine, dickbag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jason, you got one or two? I have four. You have four. Okay. <laughs> so I'll go I'll go next then. Uh, obviously playing uh, more Genshin because that's the game that you play like literally every day to make sure that you have everything <laughs> going. Um, but uh, I did play some more of Warhammer 40k uh, Battle Sector. Um, talked about it before. It's a it's basically like the best tabletop simulator that's out there. Um, so I'm ready to give it a score, I think, finally, uh, after playing more of it. Even with its shitty, like, tutorial system that hasn't been updated at all, I know because the game hasn't been updated, uh, I'm still going to give it an 8 out of 10. It is a fun, fun game, especially if you really love uh, Warhammer, uh, and also if you want to learn how to play a tabletop game. It's not, it's not quite as... Uh, measure out specific and use your like you have to use your cones and then argue over whether or not it's hitting enough of the character for that cone of fire to actually cause damage all that stuff Uh, but it gives you a good basic setup of how to get through everything within Uh, and I think that it's like it's kind of like a must play for anybody that hasn't played a tabletop but is interested in doing it Uh, because you're looking at like a $40 game instead of Instead of spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on an army and then realizing, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> so I'm going to double check real quick because I want to make sure that it's I have... It's worth it just right there. <laughs> because the only other option is that you spend hundreds of dollars and then hundreds. you have to store all this shit. Find a weekend when you can finally go out there. Brave yourself to a games workshop to hopefully someone that's not Oof. overbearing asshole to play with. And then to find out if you like it or not. <laughs> and if you're a female going into a games workshop. Good luck. Oh, Good dear God. Luck. <laughs> and you think you're I was joking. getting looks. I was getting looks when I went into games workshop. And it was just like, no, no, boys. This is just a push-up bra. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jason did take his wife in there. And he's never gotten such good customer service as going in there. <laughs> right away. I was like, I just need to buy some paint. Usually they won't give you any time of day if you're just like wanting the guy buy paint. Because it's just like, that's the lowest price item you can get in there. And so it's just like, uh, I need some paint. My wife's like, hey, can we get some like paint? And, mm-hmm, what can I do for you? <laughs> and then all the other people that were playing games in there just stopping to look. 
girls exist. <laughs> I just let her handle it all. And I was like looking at this other guy's army that was right behind me because he had like this huge like fucking army they were setting up for. And I was just like, how long does this take you to do? And he's like, years. And I was like, how many times do you play? And he goes, this is my first one. And I was like, holy shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. That, and that is the big thing. So uh, as, as I said, it's like hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars, years of, because I mean, painting. you don't want to go in looking like, like a scrub. You want to, you want to have like a good painted army so you're gonna buy the pewter ones and you're gonna paint them and then you're gonna strip them and then you're gonna paint them and then you're gonna strip them and then you're gonna paint them again and then you're gonna strip them again and then you're gonna paint them again and you're gonna be like fine fuck it it's okay <laughs> my army is all black <laughs> <laughs> so it is definitely like it it is a commitment to do or, a tabletop game or play this game pay 40 bucks go online you can go through a full campaign uh it's it's grid based or hex based instead instead of traditional movement as i said but this will give you the best uh primer for warhammer 40k play warhammer 40k lore like everything and i mean jason and i we watched the uh the new evangelion last night and we're laughing because they're just like pulling science out of their ass and i mean <laughs> you're gonna get that in the lore the great thing about 40k lore is that they wholeheartedly act 100 percent serious about made-up fucking science <laughs> and it's great <laughs> it's fucking awesome uh so eight out of ten highly recommend you should definitely definitely play it if you are thinking about doing it um next uh was a question that came up in chat is I actually played quite a bit of Back for Blood. Uh, the closed beta the previous weekend, the first weekend, and the open beta last weekend. Um, it's a really, really, really fun game. Um, I'm not going to deny that. It is still dirty. Like, it has some major issues that need to be cleaned up in that game. Uh, matchmaking issues, server problems, cr game beta. crash issues that happen. I mean, it's a beta, so it's it's got to happen. However... You're at open beta status now rather than like closed alpha or something like that. So you would expect a lot of some of these things to actually get done. Um, playing by yourself, everybody that I am told is boring as fuck. And well, just like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, just and the bots like suck. Yeah. Where it's really fun and allowed me to actually sit there and be like played for like five and a half hours straight on Saturday until I was finally like... I really need to go downstairs and spend some time with my family uh, was playing it with your friends. Um, that the previous weekend too, you get a bunch of people together and you know, you've got four people and we sometimes didn't even go in. Like we went into the boxing ring and, and held a hilarious boxing match on bulldog stream when we were doing it, uh, where we were just completely faking everything. Um, and then we had like our own little like firefights out in the training range for almost an hour just having fun of like, like everyone goes in, everyone hides and you come out last person when, or last person to live survives and wins. And then you start all over again. Then we did the actual campaigns and the campaigns are fun. The campaigns can be hard as fuck, like really hard. Uh, once you get in, um, we did, I did not try any PVP, but I did have some friends that played PVP and enjoyed it. Um, I personally, uh, think Jason's in the same boat. Don't view it as like 60 bucks. For me, for me personally, I mean, it's got a lot of work to it, probably a $60 game, but I won't pay $60 for it. And I think that's the big thing. And I, that's primarily because I don't think that I'll, I'll play it enough to be worth 60 bucks. 100%. 
you, you hit the nail on the head that there's production value behind there. They've put some work into it. If you loved Left 4 Dead, then you'll probably love this one just as much and stuff like that. This isn't, in my opinion, the jump on point because, to be honest, you could probably jump into Left 4 Dead. I don't know how active those servers are, but I'm willing to bet they're still pretty much there. And you'd have almost the exact same experience. I did uh, enjoy the fact of their uh, um, randomness to it. It's way better at being random, so you can't just be like, there's going to be a witch up here, there's going to be a bloater, there's going to be a tall boy or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it, it, it just wasn't enough for me. I was just like, yeah, it, I played with a few randos. I only played a little bit just because I was like, oh, I'll check it out, just to check it out. I only played with randos, so that went as well as you can imagine. But I went in with very, very, very low expectations, and they hit all of my checkboxes of what those expectations were. Of just like, is this left for, left for dead, but it's just a little bit prettier. And I was like, yeah. And then they were just like, hey, how about some cards? And I was just like, no, fuck off with your cards. And they was like, here's cards. And I was like, damn it. I don't want to deal with cards in this game. The cards were okay. Once you okay, so <laughs> that's that's. I thought the cards were stupid as well. And then once I actually sat and looked at them, I'm like, okay, the cards aren't bad. Like, make your own deck or keep the standard deck. It doesn't really matter. And then you get perks as you progress through and you continue in the story, which I like. But yeah, it's playing with randos. I could definitely see not being good. Um, one because I heard that there was. I heard from many people that there were issues with the in-game chat as well. So they were having tons of problems with the in-game chat. Uh, so we were always using Discord. And that way then you could talk to each other without any major problems or anything like that. Um, and that would, in my opinion, probably be the way to go. Um, but it was way more fun with friends than playing with random people. Because you play with friends. Play with friends that like you all have a common goal. To have fun. When you play with random people, you have a chance of... I'm really taking this really fucking serious and why aren't you fucking pulling weight and taking it as serious as me? <laughs> and you get that with a lot of people online. Uh, but you go in and you know the friends that you're going to play with and you guys are just going to have fun with the entire thing. That makes it way more enjoyable. Um, if I had enough friends that I know they would play it a lot and that they like would really stick with it, then maybe I'd buy it. But I oh, worth sixty bucks for me. A lot of my friends yeah. very very ficky, and uh, when it comes to when it comes to actually like sticking with a game, one and two. I mean, like we have a hard enough time sticking with a game too. We're all because old. well, mm -hmm. not just that, but we have we get review copies that we have to do. And we're like, well, I can't play these games because I got to play these games now. And sometimes we get like four or five at a time that we have to do. So it really sucks in that aspect. It is a fun game. If you like that type of gameplay and you want something newer that's running on newer servers and everything, buy it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I'll wait for it to come out on, to come on sale or something like that. And is that it? That is it. Except for uh, we have been streaming D and D on the on our Twitch channel. Um, so we've we're now three episodes into it. Uh, the fourth one is this neck or this coming Sunday, uh, and. We had a fairly epic battle, <laughs> which was good, um, and we actually did a uh, good job. So uh, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, we do it with Spooky Wagons, Omni Griffin. Uh, our um, our DM is Whale. And I forget the numbers. Whale two four zero six or something like that. Um, and then uh, another guy, Daft Boy Punk or Daft Boy Trunks, that plays as well too. But it is a uh, it's a very, very, very good campaign. If you guys hop in on Sundays around 3 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, you can see it. And that's it. Jason? Holy crap. All right. Um, I uh, um, I don't even know where to start. I, I actually got um, three 
review copy games this week. And it's been two weeks. Uh, two of them had embargoes on them, so I couldn't talk about them on the last podcast. So they're kind of, I'm sure, uh, anxious for me to uh, talk about them a little bit here. Which You mean the I'm email sure that we will... got earlier about one of them didn't Yeah, they'll be they like, anxious? come on. It was just like, hey, it's not my fault that you put your embargo like the day after our podcast last time. Like, it's just like, give me a break. I just want to just want to talk about all the games all the time. Um, so I'll, I'll just jump into that. If you saw me streaming pretty much in the last like two weeks, I was trying to play these games as much as absolutely possible because I enjoyed them all. And the first one I'll talk about here is Jupiter Hell. Jupiter Hell is a turn-based shooter, roguelite, strategy, metal, burn-your-face-off, hard-ass fucking game. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how else to, to uh, uh, really explain it. But uh, um, Before you go deep is... into this game, Jason, uh, the one question that did come up from our PR rep was, how many times did you die? Well, I think that, like, if anything <laughs> can be the good theme of these three games that I'm, that I'm reviewing this week is that it is... Jason dies a lot, and first and foremost, Jupiter Hell is you die a lot. It is it is rogue to rogue as rogue can be. It is hard as nails. They do not pull any punches. I love uh, uh, touting myself and patting myself on the back, being like I only play on hard and all that bullshit like that, which I tried as much as I possibly could on Jupiter Hell. And you will just get your ass kicked if you don't take your time. I even played on easy just to be like, you know what, let's just let's just see how far I can get. And I died faster because honestly, <laughs> honestly, when you play on like I was playing on hard for a little bit, and I was like, I'll just jump down to easy. I wasn't paying as much attention. I was trying to go a little yep. bit faster. I was like, well, it's on easy now. So I had to switch it back to hard and just keep punishing myself for no absolute reason. So if you watched me stream one of the myriad times that I did, uh, you watched me die a shit ton of times. Uh, what I love about it is that you can pretty much na you name your character. So I was getting just ridiculous with my na my character names. And uh, whenever I would not care about the name, like I'd come up with a name, I'd, I'd be like, hey, this is Steve's turn. Steve would have a great run, but he'd do pretty crappy. And I'd be like, all right, this is Jim Bob. Jim Bob would be pretty crappy. And I'd be like, this is Poo Poo McGillicuddy. And Poo Poo McGillicuddy <laughs> would have the most epic run that I've ever been on in my entire life. And then he would then, of course, be on the top of like all the stats and stuff like that. I'd be like, beat Poo Poo now because he's the best, he's the best space marine we have. And so anyway, if you love Doom... Poo -poo. Oh, he's really good. Oh, Poo Poo's Poo -poo's elite. He's elite motherfucker. He he killed all. Poo Poo's the number one. He ain't no number Poo -poo's, two. He's number two. <laughs> um, if you Until like PC. Doom and stuff like that, and you like the speed of Doom and having fun at it, don't don't buy this game. The only thing that this has in, in common with Doom is metal, and the metal's great. The music's fantastic. It's there. If you like XCOM and wanted something that's maybe not as ridiculous of missing something in the face at ninety nine percent chance to hit. This will probably be more your thing. What's crazy about it is that it's a great turn-based strategy RPG at its core. And it's where you move one space, they move one space. You've probably seen these in mobile games. You've probably seen all that where you can tap and you move in one spot and all that jazz like that. This game hunkers a whole lot around cover. You have to find corners. You have to be behind stuff. You have to peek behind. You have to hunker down. There's actually a skill and ability for you to hunker down where it increases your aim and everything like that really kind of like pushing hard on the run and gun aspect but honestly you want to take this one turn at a time and it's so simple to just be over 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 shoot 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 and then you're all of a sudden just dead like it's just super simple to get into that uh, that role so it's one of those games where you're just like if you don't take a breath every single step and really look at what's going on you're gonna just get your ass kicked 
that's not to say you're not going to get your ass kicked anyway, because the game's hard as shit. Like, there's so much going on, so much randomness to it, that you can only plan a lot uh, to this. Some of the downfalls, in my opinion, was that while it is a rogue-style game, there's no, like, meta growth to it. So you start off over and over again as the same base points that you always do, and will find always the same gear. There's maybe some uh, uh, variances as you get into the higher levels and stuff like that, but your first few weapons are always going to be the same. There's no change to any of that stuff. So the chances of you having any kind of random run where it's just like, holy shit, I had all the OP stuff, that's not really going to happen. It's really toned down for that. You can have a little bit of choices of where you're going within the maps and uh, what levels you go to next, but there's not too much of a difference to it, especially in the first few areas. If you don't take your time, you will be punished. And when you will be punished, you start over from the beginning again. And while you're like, hey, Jason, it's like a roguelike game. It's just like, yes, it is. But there's a difference between a roguelike game where it's just like, okay, now I know what some other stuff does. Then being like, okay, well, now I'm just starting all over again. And I gained nothing from the last hour or two that I that I gained for this game. So that does have like kind of like a cross-difference thing. The pride, though, that you feel from finally getting to the second level and eventually to the third level, whatever that looks like, is uh, uh, super amazing because it is it's tough and i can't tell you how many times that i've gotten to a level felt like i was op as fuck and then just got punched in the face by some demon that was around the corner i was just like i have no idea what to even do about this so the learning curve is very strict um one of the things i didn't like is that they did a really good job if i'm being honest of making the game look like that you as the player are looking at your marine survive through a CRT like a CCTV. Like your your it looks like it's like a bowed screen. It's got like the lines in it. It's, it looks like a CRT. Like you're watching on a CCTV, like a, a um, security camera footage. You're just watching this all go down. Once I found out that I could turn those settings off. Oh my god, the game looks so much better. <laughs> like, it was just like, like, I get what they were going for, the aesthetic to it, but it was one of those things where it was like, your design aesthetic got in the way of what this game was supposed Does to be. Does it warp which is the, fun, the map, It warps too. the screen. Yeah, it warps oh, the Oh, it whole warps thing. everything. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, uh, well, okay, I, should, I shouldn't say that. The map is still grid, but everything around yeah, it. Yeah, but so like visually, UI, it, it yeah, visually warps everything it a little is, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it, it was very unpleasing. Um, with that, the UI is very difficult to navigate. Even play on a controller, which you're like adamantly play on a controller, do that. Which I agree, play on a controller if you can, because it just the up, down, left, right for a grid-based game just makes sense. But switching weapons was not like it. It should be like super simple, and it just didn't feel simple. And comparing weapons, even though there felt to be very few weapons, that was kind of missing a little bit there. Plus, there's not too much like differential of what you can do. You have your set characters, and you have a set style that you can level up yes there's different things that you can level up to but once you get in a groove of how you like a certain level platform looks so you can level up your scout you can level them up to an angry person you can level them up to an angry motherfucker which is an actual term for a skill in the game but once you get to that point it's just like hey i do enjoy being an angry motherfucker i'm going to do whatever i can to get there it's easy to repeat you can constantly repeat it so it kind of takes away from the roguelite there because you can just repeat the same thing over and over again and is to angry get boy the skills down a uh a, a title was an angry boy i don't remember oh. what the other one was off the top of my head but it is challenging it is interesting the strategy is there i would put this as more of a strategy game if you like so like i said if you love XCOM, you're gonna love this game if you love doom looking for your first strategy game this may not be where you want to go uh just because i think that it's gonna have people out of going because it's 
run and gun, but run and gun strategy, which is run one step, look around, run one step, look around, run one step, look around, get behind cover, shoot, look around, shoot, look around. Please don't kill me. <laughs> heal, 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 heal. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> it was entertaining. Loved the crap out of it. For $25 right now on Steam, it is definitely one of the better uh, strategy turn-based games that I've played in a long time. However, the, the, the weird graphical choice, UI choices that they made there, the staticness of some of the choices of how you level up and can play... Um, do hinder it a little bit. I, I was really in, enjoying the, the hardness to it, but my motivation to come back, let's just say, started to dwindle a whole bunch as I continued to go on, especially as I got well past 75 deaths. Yes, I played this game a lot. Some of these coming up to uh, two to three hour play times on, on a death. So there's there's a lot of gameplay here, and it's well worth it if that is something fun to you. With that, I give it a six and a half out of, out of 10, just because there's like, to me, the biggest thing, even at this price point, is you should be looking forward to the repeats. Even a game like uh, Returnal that had like no end game whatsoever and it got boring really quick had at least the build up to the end game that was well worth it. This one is just like, hey, after you've died a billion times, you, you've experienced as much as you need to. And yes, you could get further and maybe you'll get further than I did, but your motivation's gone. And that to me is, speaks a lot more for it. So that was that was review copy that was uh, uh, from Evolve uh, PR for uh, uh, Jupiter Hell, which super fun. And thank you very much for that. Uh, next, next up on my Jason Dies <laughs> a Billion Times uh, uh, tour is Pro one gamer. of the games that I love. Pro Gamer, for sure. is one of the games I loved from E3 2019 uh, that I checked out from them. is CI Games' mm. Eldest Souls. Oh, and yes. Eldest Souls is a, a um, unique boss rush style uh, 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 Bosch Rush Souls-like experience in a pixelated, uh, um, you know, pixel art style, uh, art artistic style, and it's all top-down isometric. And uh, I, I will say right off the bat, the biggest thing that just hit me and the reason why I loved it so much back in 2019 is the art is gorgeous. And if you don't know what a Boss Rush game is, it is literally where there's nothing else but exploration and bosses. Everything you do is just bosses. So you look around this map, you find some collectibles, you find some maybe NPCs you can talk to, but the next thing you're going to be doing is running into a boss. Um, in Eldest Souls, you do a great job of really uh, rewarding exploration of trying to get around, um, especially if you get past the first couple of bosses. Your choices of who you fight next really open up, and you can kind of go around to whoever you want. Uh, what I also really like about Eldest Souls is that a lot of the stuff you collect and what you can, like, do don't really upgrade you as a, a fighter. Like, yeah, you can get, like, maybe a 10% item buff here or there, but 90% of what you're doing in this game is going to be all in your skill. You're not going to become a stronger place in a person. There's not, like, a level up to have your attack be uh, harder. There is a level up and gems you get from uh, uh, bosses that you can attribute to your skills that'll then have different effects when you're fighting, but you as a person will always do the same amount of damage no matter what type thing, which I found really interesting because it really just does hamper on what can you do with your skill set and depending on the battle path that you choose. Um, there's three different uh, uh, skill trees you can choose. There's one that's uh, about being a berserker, one that's about being like speed uh, and uh, dodging, and one that's about counter countering. 
And each one has a very distinct play style. And it really does matter of what you want to fit into. What's cool is that you can switch between them, uh, adjust, and pick out any given time. So if you find yourself just having the hardest time with the boss with your current skill tree that you've set up, you can undo everything right on the fly and set it all up into a different tree and try a different strategy, which definitely does work out in some of these boss battles because they are hard as shit. You have to watch out for what you're doing, look out for the cues and stuff like that. Um, I did find that brute strength, uh, uh, and by brute strength I mean just going to fucking town in some of these bosses, will work out for you in the long run, <laughs> as long as you work out your uh, uh, your dodge uh, strategy. So my strategy was definitely on the dodge one, the wind seeker, forgive me, I can't remember what the actual skill tree is, um, of dodging around and jumping in there. Uh, another thing that I found really interesting about uh, Eldest Souls is that their style of combat is where they combine not only brute force combat, but when you uh, trigger your blood uh, bloodburst uh, style, it then heals you. So not only are you going to attack someone for a little bit more damage, but you're also going to heal yourself at the same time. So your health bar is constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, while you jump on in there, beat the shit out of them, jump out, charge up your attack, jump in there, activate your blood, and then attack them more, get your health back, and then they just punch you in the face, and you're just like, fuck, I should have dodged that. All right, well, jump in again, and then, you know, going back and forth. Tons of frustrating parts, tons of stuff that is just like, man, I wish I, I did a little bit better, and oh, if I just hit that a little bit, just half second sooner. Uh, um, but when you finally do beat the boss, it's super satisfying. You're just like, you just have that moment of like, your adrenaline drops. You're just like, oh, thank God. Oh my gosh. And you, you have breathe deep. You can then walk around, explore the beautiful art that they have here in this entire world that's there. Fantastic. I was able to just barely beat this one uh, um, this weekend, which is fantastic and a lot of fun to have. Uh, it's good, good solid uh, 10 hours, depending on how often you die, and I die a lot, so I wasn't too concerned about that. By the last count that I had on the game at the end, because they keep track for you. I, I should have oh, found God. that when I was streaming their time, because mm -hmm. I was streaming for this, and Bulldog was doing a great job of calling me out for my deaths. But the game does track for you. At the end of that, out of my 10 bosses that I fought, I died over 300 times. 327, I believe, Yeesh. is what it was. Now, what's really cool is that uh, the game is lightning quick. You you die, and you're back. Like, there's nothing you have to worry about. There's none that, like, let down no time. load or anything. It's just seriously mm -hmm. like, hey, you keep going, and you ha hammer it hard. And some of these bosses are back to back to back, and, and it's just super fun. They all change. Nothing's similar. you got to watch out for the cues. If you like soul style games and you like the soul style bosses and watching out for that then you're just gonna love the crap out of this game and i did too and for a, a game that's sitting right now at 20 dollars on steam it is more than worth it just for that right then and there this is easily at eight and a half out of ten uh, um i only took it down a little bit just because i felt like that there was a little bit more that they could have done uh, uh to lengthen this out uh new game plus does make the game a lot harder. The bosses do come back way stronger have a, and have different movesets. So it is technically like you get to play two different games. But I wish that there was something more to that for the lore. They did a whole lot of work on the lore. I wish that it kind of tied into that. Because it's very obvious that New Game Plus is the true quote-unquote game. But my motivation now to really want to run through it all again, it just is like, hey, I'm not... I. A masochist, but not that much. And so <laughs> it, it, it's just like, hey, you know, where where do you want to go for that? So at twenty dollars, eight and a half, I think it's there. Wait for a little bit of a sale, and you'll have a slam dunk of a game. All right, right there and there. So 
another uh, a review copy from CI Games. It was fantastic, well worth it, and I enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah, and that it's sitting anywhere from eight to nine out of ten on Steam. It's, so that's it's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's, the Jace is not the only all, one. <laughs> the bosses are all super detailed, like they and they're all so different. And the art behind it is just well done. I mean, the small team that did this, well done, guys. Well done. Okay. Lastly, I needed some non-dying bleach for my for my life. And so you watched uh, bleach? I, <laughs> what I, for, oh, for my eyes non-dying bleach for my eyes sorry whatever i said so um i found this game and i don't even know how i i, I got it on it but moon eye studios uh sent me a copy of haven park which if i were to compare it to anything i would say this is almost like laid back camp the game because the entire purpose of this is that you play as Flint, who's a, a, a little bird who is taking over a campground from his grandma. And the grandma's like, I can't maintain this park anymore. I need you to take it over. So uh, Haven Park, you're now in here. And your whole goal is to collect resources, fix uh, uh, broken like light posts, fix like uh, um, uh, fences around like cliffs and stuff like that. You have to rebuild back the gondola, rebuild back bridges. And along the way of you exploring and building back the park, you then establish campgrounds. So you come up to these campgrounds, and the campgrounds will have specific requirements, like, hey, you need some entertainment here, which will range from anything from a radio all the way to a Ferris wheel. And they'll be like, hey, you need to put some lodging here, which you can have a teepee, a tent, a log cabin, you know, whatever you want to do. So they kind of give you the freedom of being like, hey, you know, you need to put some basic stuff here, but you can make it however you want. You can put it wherever you want within this stuff. So you're building up these campgrounds of, like, making them look desirable to visitors. You'll then have people that will come in and visit. And people will come in and be like, hey, I like this park, but it could use a barbecue stand or uh, I need to catch some fireflies. Can you help me out with that? And so they'll give you little quests and stuff like that. 80% of this game is just exploring Haven Park and kind of getting around and find out what's going on. Uh, you can't die. You can jump off any cliff you want, which is fantastic. Definitely something that I needed from these last two games of just dying constantly. It was nice to not have any kind of death whatsoever. You're a bird. Um, I would hope that if you jump off a cliff, you didn't die. You didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best part though, the best part, and I can only like say this so much about how best part this is, is that your action button, the X, your triangle, anything like that, makes you obviously read signs and pick up whatever you need. But if you're just out in the world, you make the bird chirp and it does a little pew sound. And there's no limit on how pew you go. <laughs> so I would sometimes just be walking around, just mashing the button, just going, Bee! because it's just, it's just mad adorable. Cats controllers with the turbo button. It's just, oh man, if I, I yeah, mad, mad cats, turn that shit on turbo and just hold that down and let it go. <laughs> it was just so fun. Oh my gosh. I had, now, now here's why it's so fun. It's because, you know, I'm just fucking around with the pews and stuff like that. Just walking around. If you go into a cave, it echoes. If you go by uh, water, it sounds different. If you go up in like the where you're like closed oh off, God. it sounds different. Like that was just like they sourced their audio for your pews because there's no other sound. <laughs> it's not like anyone else is talking. There's just the slight rustling, maybe the chill music that's going on and stuff like that. Or when you pick up stuff, it's volumetric. The only sound. thing is the sound. And it's, it's if you're in a cave, it echoes. If it was just like wow, like that's just like a detail mm -hmm. that I was just not anticipating 
whatsoever. Wow. So you go throughout this entire thing, absolutely chill experience. Like, just chill. There's just nothing to it. It's very simplistic. I mean, you can't fail. You're just exploring. You're picking up items. You're picking up wood. And you're like, hey, this tent takes two cloth and three wood. Well, I have 80 of each thing, so I'll build that now type thing. And you can make these camps as ridiculous as you want. Ferris wheels, hot tubs, all that jazz and stuff, whatever. And or as simplistic as you want. Yeah, I saw like um, food carts and shit like that too. Yeah, there's food carts. You earn money. You know, the people buy food carts. You then can use the money to buy other items and stuff like that. I do wish there was a little bit more uh, uh, customization or a little bit more that you could do uh, with the money. Because by the end of the game, I was like so full of money, it didn't even matter. I could just buy whatever I wanted at any given time. Because you're a rich there's person. Also- you know, Rich Bird. Uh, there's also no real restrictions on what can go into camp. Like, so if you just fill up your camp with like five Ferris wheels and like two things, it's just like, great, good job. This is totally normal for a camp up in the mountains. You know, it just, I guess it's part of the fun that having the, the freedom all, all out there. I just wish there was maybe like some like skill requirements that you had to get to to do it. Cause there's times when you get up in the mountains, you're just like, I don't have much resources. And it's just like, build a campfire and tent. Good job. You did it. And it's just like, oh, well, that wasn't challenging <laughs> at all. I, not that I want them to have a challenge, because again, I think the feeling was to have a chill experience here, and it definitely was. Um, again, another shorter game. Uh, it took me less than ten hours to 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 beat the game itself. Once you beat it, there's still extra exploration stuff and and uh, um, not I won't say quests, but just repairs and stuff like that. You have to go around and do. It's An hour of Jason just, going around to find that last one percent. Oh my gosh, I was just I was nonstop just looking everywhere. They did do an update though. I, I was playing this on early release and on beta, and they did do an update where now the map will show you uh, at least the area where you're supposed to go to. So you're oh, that's good. Wandering aimlessly. Oh yeah, because yeah, you were wandering that entire park trying oh, to man. find it. I, I was like, I'm just sitting there like, wow. I'm going to play some Genshin. <laughs> yeah, like, what's, what's the point of this game? And I'm just like, I've beat this game over two hours ago. I'm just looking for shit right now. <laughs> um, but again, for me, it was almost a perfect companion because it was just like, I need to like relax <laughs> from these games, man. I need to take just like two seconds to just play this uh, a game. Uh, it was also just done pretty much by one guy, uh, uh, Fabian Weibel. I'm butchering his name, I'm sure. And it's his first game that he ever made. Weibel, I, I think. Weibel, Weibel, Weibel. W-E-I-B-E-L, Weibel. Weibel. I'm going to go Weibel. Sure, sure. That's Weibel. Sure, we'll go with it. Um, it was cute. It was super cute. There's nothing else I can really say about that than uh, uh, just being cute. Um, my favorite thing is that they knew kind of what they had here. And as a first time going through, um, if you're looking for that cutesy chill atmosphere, it's definitely well worth it. I wish there was a little bit more on the music. Um, sometimes though, you'd get up in the mountains and there'd be nothing but crickets and, uh, uh, the wind blowing. And it was very pleasing to just kind of sit there and, and chill. If you're in that chill mentality, definitely kind of right there for it. If you're looking for any kind of action whatsoever, the two other games would get you covered oh, way, way, way more. Um, for $9 on Steam yeah. right now. It's a they, $9 they game. Have. Dude, if you're looking for a chill experience, 9 out of 10. I, I, there's been rarely any time that I've played a chill game where I'm just like, hey, I can feel my brain just, like, relaxing. Like, even people are just like, play Stardew Valley or, you know, Animal Crossing. You're just like, bitch, those games are stressful as fuck. You know, there's weeds <laughs> everywhere. I need to, like, do shit. Here's a game that is just like, hey, totally chill. 
relax. Is there replayability? Is there anything to do once you've done everything? No. But you've paid $9, and you've definitely gotten $9 worth of entertainment out of this, for sure, for the 10 hours that you'll you'll play. I mean, I could see you doing, like, how fucking crazy can I make all these sites and go through and just make the most insane mm-hmm. campsites yeah, possible. Yeah, you could definitely, I mean, I could, like, like I said, if you wanted to chill, kind of make these things on your own. That's what I was saying. I wish there was, like, more, like, what you could do to make these people, like, your visitors and stuff like that, your animal visitors that come over say something different i wish they would like interact with the things like oh man this ferris wheel is great now they will interact with them like use them like you put a ferris wheel they're gonna go in that ferris wheel and it's awesome to see because they're adorable little animal woodsy creatures but um i wish that they would like comment on it type thing instead of just be like this place is great and all you have is a teepee and a a fireplace and a radio i've replaced it with a hot tub a bungalow and a ferris wheel and you say the same thing to me fuck you <laughs> I, I will say, one of the best reviews that I see on Steam right now is pew pew. Yeah, <laughs> that's pew, it. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 Recommended. Pew, Eight point four hours on record. Pew pew. <laughs> um, th- I will so say I that know. one of the surprises that I had is that there is a hidden like text-based adventure game in there, where if you find a book and you literally read through the text-based adventure, like, do you turn left? Do you go up? Do you fight the dragon or do you run away type thing? Like Zork. Think Zork yeah. back in the day and stuff like that. And you have to find items in the map to final to finish the the book. It's kind of interesting on how oh, that's they did that. Cool. So there's cool little <laughs> things that they've done throughout this game that make exploring worthwhile and very fun. So, again, if you're looking for that kind of thing, at, at $9, it, it's hard to, to say that you're going to have a bad experience. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it one for more. all of no, the news. No, I got one more. Oh, you got one more? I got one more. I said I had four. No, it's not Genshin. <laughs> I had five. But I'll, I'll be quick on this one because I'm not done with it yet. And that is The Ascent. If you're not playing The Ascent, no. like, why not? Like, it, there's, it's such a pretty game. There, there's not, I'm not going to say it's a, the best game. I'm not going to say it's one of the best twin stick shooters out there that you can play. But for a Diablo-style game in a, in a, a steampunk, not steampunk, cyberpunk world, like, it is just fucking gorgeous. And, like, I'll get frustrated this game sometimes because there's some downsides, but then I'll just stand anywhere and be like, wow, this is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good looking. And, like, that's like 80% of this game is for me to explore to find the next area because it's so worth it just to be like, what else can I find that's so awesome? So... Play The Ascent. If you have Game Pass, it's on there already. If you don't, maybe wait. I, I recommend playing on the PC only because the RTX makes it just so phenomenal. And uh, uh, definitely. I mean, you can play it. Game Pass on PC. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, play yeah. it on the PC if you had yeah. a choice. I'll, I'll stop there because I know I've been talking for a long time. Anyway, great games <laughs> had by all. Thank you for the review copies, everybody. Wait, so you haven't played The Ascent enough to give it a uh, score? I wouldn't feel comfortable giving it a score yet because I haven't gotten too far because I've been playing these other games way more. And the mm-hmm. Ascent was just oh, it's like not free every... with Game Pass, though. Yeah, it is. You get a 20% discount with Game Pass. Nope, I've been playing Well, Game if you Pass. wanted to buy it. Yeah, if you want, you can buy it with Game Pass. You can, and then you don't have to worry about it ever leaving, but I've been playing with Game Pass. Oh, wait, no, there it is. It, it didn't show me the the free with Game Pass yeah. on the main screen. I had to like actually click on it in order to see that it was that it was included with Game Pass. Okay. Yeah, dude, do go. it. The the multiplayer is cancer. Otherwise, I'd say let's play together, but it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we just do like story driven with you, me, and a couple other people, like Bulldog and some other people? Oh, we can do it for sure. It's just they the way they built it was oh. not good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
All right. Well, uh, that's it for the uh, podcast this week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, everybody, on Twitch that came out and uh, joined us as well. Uh, as always, you can find us at uh, com, which has all of our stuff that we have in general for it. Uh, we also have ibiff.co, which actually shows you then uh, which podcast platforms we are on. And we are on all major podcast platforms. So if you have anybody that you need to actually uh, show them where to go, they can either come to twitch.tv slash first and watch us here on uh, mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday nights, depending on when we do it. Uh, and you can also send them to ibiff.co to find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or Apple Podcasts now, sorry, uh, Google Play Podcasts, you know, all that stuff. Uh, but you can find oh, us does all Does ibiff.co work? I had to redo everything. Oh, yeah, ibiff.co okay. hopefully works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> you can also find us Facebook, I beat it first, Tom, uh, Twitter, I beat it first, Instagram, I beat it first. Uh, that's where you can correspond with us you can also email any of us chris jason eric go fuck yourself at ibeatitfirst.com everything will work just do anything at ibeatitfirst.com and it will get to us all right that is all that i've got to say does anybody else have anything else to say thank you for the bits there sin mm-hmm. no thank you everybody for listening yeah, to Randall. We'll, we'll appreciate it yeah it'll work all right well i guess chris isn't gonna do it so i'll do it Bye-bye. Bye-bye.